because we're bringing up and remembering sins that God has forgotten and it doesn't make oh, any Jesus. sense. Oh, Jesus. And he's and like, like, I forgave you this time ago. Like, like why are you still bringing it up? And it's, it's upsetting me because I have done this so many times. God is like, okay, you've done it. You've repented. Let's move. And you're mm-hmm. still there shaming. Oh, but God, remember when God's like, okay, and? Like, mm. other, other people might still shame me for it. Yeah. That's life. Mm. That's what humans are like. People like shame is big shame is a big like people can use it to manipulate others but god does not do that god doesn't manipulate Mm. us generation like it's just a lot more open with their sexual activity compared to like before especially like I don't know Mm -hmm. just nowadays it's like especially for women it's like be more open with like your sexual activity be more open with like how many people you've slept with blah 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 what do you guys Mm -hmm. think I feel like in the past it was something that wasn't really shared I guess with the rest of the world but now, I mean, you see on Twitter, people are like um, sharing tips, things mm, like that. Like, yeah. it's not like that anymore. And stuff like that. Yeah, like, like in a way, people make it seem like it's something to um, be proud of. It's not something that should be hidden anymore. Mm. Whereas in the past, it was sort of like even people that had, you know, multiple partners and things um, were almost ashamed that yeah. they had or they wouldn't ever share this like share that information with others now sort of the thing where our generation I guess we don't really care as much yeah definitely um and yeah both females and males are more open to discuss yeah, 100%. what they do and I feel like the um emergence of like these new female rappers as well like mm. Sweetie Meg the Stallion City yeah. Girls like they've mm. definitely like helped girls like just be more open and I guess it's almost sort of a good thing because there's less shame it is yeah um but yeah definitely a lot but do you guys feel like especially in church when obviously as Christians we're taught you know don't have sex till marriage because if you do your soul is going to be tied to another soul blah blah blah. yeah yeah yeah. like are soul ties even a real thing though like you see the thing about this obviously like so many people will turn straight to the story of Jonathan and David which is in 1 Samuel 18 1 and it said when David had finished speaking to Saul the soul of Jonathan was bonded to the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his, as himself and obviously people are like okay that was a very close friendship um and obviously like that's where people get soul ties from because they're like their souls were bonded to each other yeah but mm-hmm. what's funny is like when it speaks about um like sex in the bible and like two becoming one flesh it speaks about it only speaks about flesh. It doesn't speak about necessarily spirits coming together. Souls. So that's exactly souls coming together. Sorry. So it's like it's the whole people love to use um isn't it when two become one like when you get yeah. married and things like that. Yeah, I think it's mad. Like the only time that we hear about soul ties, I think there is another time, but it's not between two people. But um mm. yeah, it's the is David and Jonathan, which is crazy. Mm. Um I don't know. I think for me the reason why I am a bit skeptical on it is because it's like if 
you know, we have like Christ and stuff and he's supposed to free us from any bondage and like mm. sin in general. Why is it only that sexual sin is the fact that like, oh, Jesus can't help you with that. You're bonded to that person for life. Yeah. That's really true. You know? Yeah. I never it like that. yeah. There was even a tweet the other day that one girl was like saying the church has used soul ties to basically like scare people away from intimate yeah. relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. And my thing with that is like, I was discussing with some of my friends in Bible study and some of them will probably be listening to this, that like soul ties are not only formed from sexual relationships. Like yeah, a no. lot of people think this is, this was a friendship. So, you know, like people are saying, why is it that people put so much emphasis on sex? No one's like, okay, I think more and more are now becoming like careful of who we have around us. But yeah. people don't put as much emphasis on, oh, this friend could be doing this. You could That's form true. a soul tie with somebody who's doing so like, true. let's say, for example, your friend is involved in criminal activity or something like that. Um, people don't come and say, oh, you know, the bad stuff that your friend is doing could connect to you. Da, 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 da. Like the same energy isn't there. Mm, it's true yeah Yeah, I just I don't know I just feel like if soul ties are a real thing I just feel like Mm -hmm. I don't think you can be infinitely bonded to 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 someone Someone I don't think I think Jesus would be able to free you from that I don't see why I know he would like that's that's what he he promised (laughs) (laughs) yeah I also think like soul ties are some of these I forgot where it says in the bible but sometimes they're like don't be bogged down with conversations that aren't edifying and I don't think that this is necessarily not an edifying conversation but we need to be careful and I mean in general as Christians as a church how much emphasis we put on things like this because I feel like with or without the mention or knowledge of soul ties we're still aware that we have to keep good company be around good people um sexual immorality is something we should stay away from like we know all of these things even without soul ties Mm. so yeah yeah so how do you guys think sex ties into, you know, um, our body being a temple that we should, you know, look, watch who we obviously have sex with, look after our bodies, things mm. like that. How do you think sex and that ties in together? Um, I think with um, like being born again and like, well, if you like believe anyway, that the Holy Spirit um, like inhabits in you so it's like if you have the holy spirit within you you're gonna like just treat it a lot better because you have something holy within you kind of thing yeah so it's like you don't want to like and that's not even to do with sex even that's just like physical like in your own health like you don't want to like um damage your body that god has given you and god has gifted you with i think that's probably how i interpret your body being a temple and it would be a thing where it's like just being watchful of like you're the partner that you decide to have during marriage because it's like that mm. what you have within you is holy so you want someone who is I don't know equally as holy to mm-hmm. to yeah. match yeah. you yeah also yeah. I also I agree with um, everything you said um also as well that yeah it's not just sex it could even be for example maybe how much alcohol you drink mm-hmm. is it something that you do for leisure or is it something that's now become damaging to your health mm. um also um i feel like it ties into sex ties into um body being a te- the whole a body being a temple um scripture as well i guess maybe if okay how do i phrase this um so for example maybe for some people a lot of people become quite desensitized to sex it's not something that's not it's not special anymore yeah have sex with multiple people and it's become a thing where they don't necessarily 
care like they just have sex mm-hmm. and that's it I guess yeah. it's just for fun maybe I feel like it ties into that to remind people that you know your body is important like mm. don't just give it to just anyone not everyone is deserving of you yeah no yeah no, well. yeah that's true yeah, um no, this well. whole thing just reminded me a lot of like <sighs> Okay, Paul Paul was spitting when he wrote 1 Corinthians because I'm just thinking of all these verses and they're coming from there. And one of them like says, whatever you do, do for the glory of God. So if we're recognizing that our body is a temple and we want to do the right thing with it, we should only be allowing ourselves to have sex with people who are on that level and like Mm. within the confines of marriage, like these kind of things, if if we really see it that way. Yeah. yeah what 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 (laughs) and then another verse which is in 1 corinthians 6 says run like flee from sexual morality in any form every other sin that a man commits is outside the body but the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body and then the verse Mm -hmm. after is literally do you not know that your body is a temple so and this is all cool like it was 1 corinthians 10 i think yeah 1 corinthians 10 and 1 corinthians 6 so I just feel like like God is literally telling us there and like he he's put obviously like we know the verse that all sins are equal no sin is greater than the other but the fact that it's been emphasized that this is a sin that is against your own body and yeah. no one can force you into it as well well as in wow. as in yeah 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 you know what I mean you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean yeah, okay, yeah, as okay. in mm. for the most part it is an yeah. act that you choose to do yourself yeah. be god yeah. willing god willing it will be something that you be able to make your own choice on mm. so you know like we should i think that's why people hold it to such a standard and which is why maybe it's seen as such a taboo because yeah. of what the bible says but yeah i still don't think it should be a taboo i think we should have open conversation about it oh definitely, definitely. yeah yeah, that, yeah how you just said about um how it says is you're sinning against yourself like mm. I just like it's like obviously that like, God like doesn't want you to do that but it's almost it's like you're even disappointed in yourself like mm. if you decide to do something that is not within your own worth mm. like I just like it just shows how much God like really wants us to value like how mm. what we are in Christ's identity in Christ because he's like not only would you disappoint me, you actually disappoint your own self because you know you're so, better than mm. that and this is not to condemn this is like what we were saying with the body image like it's not to condemn it's to make you realize like who you are in christ you are so important like you're actually priceless so you you really can't be running around anyhow Mm -hmm. no for real yeah that was so empowering guys love it honestly man that's so cute (laughs) yeah so obviously you know like sex and all of this talk about sex is not just something that we have in real life um Mm -hmm. we have this kind of conversation on social media and especially twitter like 3 3 (laughs) a.m if If you know know, what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about you know the kind of stuff you've seen on the tl (laughs) so like do you think that because of all this stuff we've seen um not just on twitter have we been desensitized to seeing porn and sexual images like do you think we're at the point where it doesn't really affect us anymore? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I so- think the way it's posted, like things are just random images, random videos, or they just appear on the feed. Yeah. It's like, and it's actually on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> like, you can't even avoid it anymore. Yeah. It's so bad. Mm. Um, it has become a thing that people have become desensitized, like, to mm. um 
personally I don't like seeing it you know oh, yeah. yeah you know oh, like those pictures there's that picture of Georgia Smith in the bikini and then you open it up and it's something ridiculous oh, you guys know yeah, what I'm talking no, about it's yeah. ridiculous and it's, it's not like, her actual why? this is what I'm saying and it shocks me though that we still get so shocked and even because on, we see these things on the daily basis so literally. when stuff like that happens I'm just like and especially like with Twitter, I swear it's like, because um, with Instagram, you can like delete it or it will say this post is sensitive and then you can click on it. With Twitter, mm-hmm. literally, sometimes you, yeah. have, you can change your settings. That's the thing with Twitter. You um, can change it and filter it so that you don't see certain things. No, because there used to oh, be a tweet, yeah. <laughs> but I'll be on the TL, just randomly someone will send me something and it's just some like porn. Oh, honestly, I had to block basically anyone that retweeted porn, I blocked them straight away because I was like, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. It was getting too much. Yeah. But um, to answer oh, your question, I think it definitely, people definitely are desensitized to it. Even people that um, like watch porn and things like that. I remember I, this was a, this was a discussion that happened like I don't even know like year eight because like, I don't know like boys at the time you know they were very you know like rabbits mm-hmm. with like their whole porn. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this guy he was telling me about like he was like oh I'm just so bored like it's just always the same thing and then because like they're seeing kind of like the same like images all the time they now lead to more perverted porn and then it gets a bit oh. more dangerous and stuff like that and can you imagine that like, we're so desensitized to it that it's like even normal sex isn't in enough anymore. Like they now yeah. need to go even yes. deeper. Yeah. And That's even, I... so even on like another note, that leads to us having like, distorted views when it comes to what sex is yeah because that's, that's, because that's not real sex like yeah. that's exactly what i was gonna say see great minds so yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just it's just it's just mad like mm. it has if we count the negative effects it has way more negative effects than it is like people watch it to achieve a high for like two seconds but the mm. actual thing is it's affecting your spirit it's desensitizing you it's this it's this it's that like yeah it's kind of mad it's kind of mad when you deep it so like um obviously like we've just spoken about twitter specifically but you know thinking about instagram which you mentioned um even snap um how much would you say that social media has influenced our attitudes towards sex like the way we view it and the way we see it um you know what i would even say um this isn't really social media but even music videos yeah as well it's very sex is very normalized you see girls with like massive 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 (laughs) bombs literally (laughs) naked and like they're like glorifying them and stuff it's just so normal Mm, to us now it's like you can't even escape it even little kids can go on youtube and watch that it's just yeah it's actually everywhere now um and it even, just makes it seem like it's a good thing mm, and something, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the fact that I think it's called the watershed, something like that. Mm. Like there's a certain amount of time that kids nine, can I watch think. TV for exactly until nine, until they have to stop watching it. I mean, it's good in the sense that like kids should not be watching TV all day. But like, why should we have to be so worried about sexual content on our televisions? Like, we exactly. that's not something that we should be worrying about like I'm not like the world is the world there's always going to be content but it should have to be that somebody has to go out and look for it like we shouldn't have to yeah shield people from it I think we see a lot as well because even in terms of just like advertising as well like sex is like the like the top thing if you want something Mm -hmm. if you want to sell something literally like that whole phrase sex sells Mm -hmm. so I feel like because um 
I don't know. It's just something that like people love talking about. People love doing. Like it's just mm-hmm. a thing that it, people have definitely benefited from and like profited from. Whether it be companies or like yeah, music videos. If you're gonna have like like big bums like twerking on it, you know, pe- like people are gonna view it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think, no, it's true. Yeah, but even I think, with this. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go okay. Ahead. Um, the rise of OnlyFans. That's just popped yeah. into my head. Yeah. The rise of OnlyFans. Like, are we different? It's been a 2020 thing. Like where people have all of a sudden been purchasing more OnlyFans stuff. OnlyFans jokes have been like it's been brought to Twitter, yeah. and, and it wasn't even deep, meant to be porn. This is what I was gonna say. OnlyFans was meant to be like Fiverr, where like yeah. you know you pay a certain subscription for people to do stuff. People do gardening and knitting on there. People it also matches. have sex. It's the same app, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, you know, like during lockdown do you guys remember when um they did like the quarantine radio and like yeah. <laughs> remember how can we forget <laughs> no for real basically if anyone who, who doesn't know what it was basically it was um i think was it tory lanes that started it i feel like tory lanes yeah. was just the one that started it yeah. and it basically he would just do live instagram lives and he would just kind of get people to like um do something for the camera and then in exchange for that i think he'd give them money depending on how good it was if I'm not too like, because yeah. honestly, I never like, watched it. Yeah, he'd invite people in and be like, twerk or do this or do. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So obviously, like, people did that. People went a bit far with it, you know, like putting things on their throat and stuff. And even I think the UK one was Swarms. He did a version of that as well. So it was just a bit crazy about how like it got so many views. Like Swarms ended up getting a million followers. Like Tory Lanez would get like to the point that Instagram like had to like shut it down Crushed at times. You. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's like, why does our generation like? glorify like sex and like seeing sexual acts and stuff so apart from obviously um us like we said before like sex cells um like we've we're more in this era of like sexual liberation and stuff like that and sexual liberation is the idea that you talk about sex and have sex and all of that as often as you want and as freely as you want and obviously like from a biblical perspective the talking about it I think that's calm, but obviously um, there's somewhere where it says like the things that you speak about are the things that your mind will be on. So we also have to be careful mm, with that. Yeah, but, yeah. That's um, true. yeah. And, but I also think like the having sex as freely as you want, we know that as, so as far as it goes biblically, sex is meant to be within the confines of marriage. So mm-hmm. this whole idea of sex liberation and the Bible don't necessarily agree, but um, I just think those two things combined is why like, our generation is into it like most people enjoy it and it's something that people talk about all the time like yeah Mm, mm. yeah also I feel like um now especially sex is kind of everywhere it's in the Mm. songs that we listen to it's in the Mm -hmm. shows that we watch like look at power like power is so oh my goodness Sex scenes and power is and Game of Thrones yeah yeah and Game of Thrones as well like people are watching that every single you know like watching every single day of course Mm. it's gonna have an impact in the way that like on the way that they think and Mm. even the way that for example guys may view women or women may view men Mm. like or how they just view sex in general Mm. it's become so normalized it's not really seen as something that maybe should be hidden behind closed doors now it's just something that everyone should basically enjoy I think um as well I feel like people have connected um like being confident in yourself with sexual liberation and it's like Mm. being having self-worth and having like 
like I don't know being able to be confident in yourself is also meaning that you can be like like have sexual liberation basically um mm-hmm. yeah I just feel like um it's definitely perverted like the way that we see sex in the sense that it's like it's just something that's free and it's like and it's definitely an enjoyable thing that's the thing like God wanted us to have sex if he didn't want us he wouldn't have created it and mm-hmm. God wants us to have it it's just like in the boundaries of that he has created and he wouldn't create boundaries if it wasn't for a purpose kind of thing um yeah. it's definitely something that um people I feel like definitely struggle to like see why but um mm. yeah I guess it's something you just need to re- we should research on more and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah. so for example like has, how I said about quarantine radio do you think it's wrong for us as Christians to even tune into these shows um I'm just gonna say <laughs> flat out yes so, yes and I'm not yes coming from a hypocritical point of view I think I I don't even think I ever tuned into any of them so I'm not coming here to, <laughs> I'm not coming here to come and talk down on anybody because we all have our own personal sins but um I personally think like it's not it may like like I said all sins are equal it may not feel as bad as watching porn but it's the same kind of like it's, Ooh, it's like there. sexual Some display. Some of the stuff that we're doing, yeah. you might as well have been watching yeah, like, porn. It, it, even if it's, it's, it's even if it's like soft porn, like mm. it's, it's a sexual image. So mm. I personally think, like, yeah, it's not something that we as Christians should, especially be if you um, struggle with sexual sin as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, That's exactly. Like it literally says, flee from sexual immorality. Yeah, flee means sexual run. Sexual immorality is not just it, exactly. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean slightly tiptoe away. Or <laughs> da, 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 da. And I'm talking to myself. You better run. Say so you better run, child. But <laughs> like, I just think it's something that we should avoid. And I obviously it's so hard because I will tell you, I had a massive group of friends that were watching it every time they were tuning in, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just not gonna do it. But I don't think it's something that we should be and indulging in same as with the whole twitter thing like block those people as hard as it is block them yeah yeah so apart from any like apart from sex what kind of temptations do you like you guys face in your daily lives because me i think like laziness sometimes Mm. i get a bit lazy um also um i might be like tempted to just eat loads of like sweet stuff like that yeah um so that fits into gluttony stuff like that yeah (laughs) but um yeah like I probably experienced those more than actually having temptation to have like sex Mm. or sexual things so what's your like temptation that you guys struggle with um I would say one of mine is definitely laziness like Mm. (laughs) the bible if you go into proverbs it speaks about it so much it's like Go, you sluggard. Go watch yeah, the ant. Like like how how the parents, our parents love to quote it, but they're not even wrong. They're <laughs> not wrong. Like, <laughs> like literally, someone said, if you just sleep and eat and all of that, poverty will become your roommate. There's one translation. Oh, I've, I've heard and that. I said, it's not my portion. It's not our portion. Oh, wow. So yeah, laziness is a big one. Like you think it's small, but it's a big, big temptation that mm. can affect you. It is. Um, and also, I'd say maybe pettiness there are times because I don't like like like, if I'm being petty it's intentional and I'm like either someone's annoyed me or I'm I just want a little bit of fun but even like Mm. the temptation to do that if pettiness is is never at 
it's always at someone else's expense. Mm. And I don't really like like being a person that makes jokes that are only at other people's expense is not really nice. Yeah, so yeah. um yeah. And even gossip falls into that um too. But yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like what you just said about gossip, I think like that's for me. I think it's because like you know when you just find absolute information, you just want to go to your mm. best and be like, guess mm. what I just heard. I didn't even think about gossip, that's a yeah. big one. Yeah. Because I think like sometimes you just see it as like, no, nah, I'm just informing someone of something and you actually don't realise that you're gossiping. Um, so yeah. that's a big temptation for me. I think and I think everything that you guys have said, I literally have the same thing. Also, I think um, not that I, I find it's a temptation, but I, I always excuse it. Like, you know, when you say like little white lies, not in the sense that like I'm a liar, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah, yeah. it's just easier to lie than to actually like tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, but it's just easier. But I actually got to realize that that's not, you know, it's not right because it's, it's hard to sometimes tell the truth. But um, yeah, just all the temptations yeah. that you guys said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And even on that note of what Cheesy said, I try and this is a really sticky mantra that I try and live by but somewhere in like um I think it was like Divergent or Insurgent one of the factions is Candor and they always tell the truth so one of their like I think it was either the name of a chapter or one of their like quotes but it was like the omission of the truth is a lie which basically means if you purposely leave out the Mm, truth it's a lie and I don't know what the bible says about that yeah you know but even that kind of thing I just it's hard the not lying one is hard because I feel Mm. like we all struggle with that some it's easy to sugarcoat it's easy to add a little bit of this miss out some of that yeah that's yeah like it's commandment number nine yeah it's like um I'm not um lying I'm hiding the truth like that's what people like to say and I'm just like "Uh," but I I don't want to get into anybody because that telling the truth one is a yeah yeah can be hard it can be really hard for everyone Mm, definitely um so how would um you guys think that like we can recognize temptation or like we're about to be tempted um so what like from what I've seen I was doing a bit of research before this episode and temptation can basically be split into three categories lust of the flesh which is about your body lust of the eyes which is about your soul and your mind and pride of life ego which is about your spirit um and basically like just to like explain what these are or what they can be like you know triggered by um they've categorized lust of the flesh which is like your body as stuff like food sex or thrills thrills being like drugs and alcohol Mm -hmm. um and then you know that could be stirred up by um like sexual images um if it's like food like being around a lot of food um if it's drugs that kind of thing being exposed to all of that and then for loss of the soul, they said it's more about um, clothes, money and entertainment. So it's like things that basically make you think differently, make you see things differently, which is why they call it loss of the eyes. Yeah. Um, and that could be like stuff like fraud because it says, you know, money, entertainment. And we've even spoken about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, even wanting to sit down and like, watch stuff all day is not really a it's a it's a pleasure of your mind like you want to sit down and watch netflix all the time because it's making you happy and it's feeding you and it's feeding wow, you you know what i mean like we don't realize it <laughs> yeah. um and then spirit is more like um the one about ego so it's you know it's about me it's about me it's feeding into me and my self-esteem um and all of that um i can't really think of what a temptation for that would be but yeah, just being aware mm. of that. Mm. 
oh yes, this is why one of the things they said is self-esteem teaching. So this whole self-love thing that we've got going on. Nothing wrong with it. It's great to love yourself, but understanding that everything you have comes from God. It's not about you. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's it basically. Wow. Just to yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. I feel like also you can recognize temptation because normally there might be, you might have a feeling of maybe guilt mm. or you sort of feel, before you do it, or you sort of feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't really do this. Or you don't feel a hundred percent, like, you know, that it's not really something that you should do. Yeah. But you end up wanting to do it or you end up doing it. That's kind of how you know, because something that is just, you know, normal, you wouldn't feel like that. You just do it. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? So yeah. when you have that bad feeling where you're like, oh, or yeah. you just feel a bit like, oh, no, maybe I shouldn't mm-hmm. watch this or maybe I shouldn't eat that, you're being tempted, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think just to add up on your point as well, I think it's like whether it comes like with food or like watching something, you know, and you're like, oh, just one more episode or just one more biscuit. <laughs> I mean, that's when you know like you know when you're, you're making excuses for yourself like okay if I, if I do this that means tomorrow I'm not going to be able to like I won't do it do you know what I mean and then like, you're just constantly like just trying to justify in your head like why what you should be doing like is right and I feel like through that you're that would be a type that you could recognize like, okay I'm being tempted to do something that I probably should be doing yeah, yeah. like honestly like don't get me wrong though there are some days where you can honestly just spend the whole day you know relaxing do what you like sort of thing like it's not always bad Mm -hmm. but I feel like when it turns into maybe um something that you do daily or it's something that you kind of can't even stop yeah that's when you know okay it's bad because like we all have those days where we just sit down and watch Netflix you get what I mean yeah (laughs) go and get sweets and stuff like Mm -hmm. it's not bad yeah or it wouldn't be there yeah but it's just yeah you have to do it in moderation Mm -hmm. yeah moderation is like the biggest thing um so why do you think it's natural for us as humans to sin like why do we why do we get tempted to sin I like that. I think it's part of like, you know, we were talking about the lust of the eyes, lust of the like pride of life, all of that kind of stuff. It's like you wanting, like we just naturally are made to want stuff that pleases us. There's a verse that says all things are lawful, that is morally legitimate, permissible, but not all things are beneficial or advantageous. Like Mm. we can do anything in this life. And those like there are things that we want to do and that our like heart wants to do and that our flesh wants to do, but they're not all constructive to build in your character and they're not all spiritually mm. edifying. So mm. it's just a thing of where, you know, like just because you want to do it and it's innate for you doesn't mean that it's good. But I just think we want what pleases us. Yeah. But not everything yeah, that pleases exactly. us is good. Like exactly, sex before yeah. marriage is not good. Drugs are not good. Laziness is not good. Like, you know what I mean? So mm, mm. yeah. Another question that um I have for you guys is how do you think we can stop ourselves from being overwhelmed with guilt when we sin because I think like especially like when you do realize that like you've messed up like it's very easy to be like oh my god 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 hates Mm -hmm. me like oh my gosh I'm gonna have to start all over again blah 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 so how do we like get rid of that guilt um I would say pray about it um speak to God about it and as long I feel like it's also the way you deal with that sort of temptation as well because being tempted and then actually doing it as well Mm. are two different things yeah but God will forgive you regardless anyway Mm -hmm. like as long as you know you know that in your heart it's wrong and you feel bad so Mm. you know he's not gonna judge you for it I think just pray and yeah just remember that everyone makes mistakes yeah 
Um, I've just read something in 1 John 1 9, which has really uplifted me. And it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all righteousness. Like, I think we forget that shame is not from God. Like God doesn't, he doesn't shame us. It even says we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Shame does Mm -hmm. not come from Christ. So whenever Mm -hmm. you're feeling that kind of thing, just remember it's not God. Like God doesn't want you to feel shame. He wants you to be convicted, mm-hmm. recognize what you've done and do better, but he's not trying to upset you or anything upset like you. that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like God loves us so much. If you know, like so much of Christianity and relationship with God is down to understanding how much God loves us, like literally God's love, mm-hmm. which is the basis of like our whole faith. So mm-hmm. like for you to not feel guilty, like just know that once it's forgiven, it's forgiven, like it's, it's done is done yeah, like so exactly. many of us so many of us actually do you know how much that we i'm trying to describe it like we we shame and we guilt ourselves because we're bringing up and remembering sins that god has forgotten and it doesn't make oh, any jesus. sense jesus and he's and like so, i forgave you this time ago like right? why are you bring it up and it's upsetting me because i have done this so many times god is like okay you've done it you've repented let's move and you're mm-hmm. still shaming. oh but god remember when god's like okay and like mm. other, other people might still shame you for it yeah that's life mm. that's what humans are like people like shame is big shame is a big like people can use it to manipulate others but god does not do that god doesn't manipulate mm. us so when you understand how god forgives you and also that when people in your life who really love you won't make you feel shame mm. they will mm-hmm. make you understand the wrongs of what you've done and how and maybe help to convict you and stuff like that but there's no shame in Christ so if you know that and you fully understand it that will take you away from the feeling of guilt and it's not easy it really has to be learned like you have to understand who God is to actually understand that there's no shame in him but yeah yeah no, that's it true. <laughs> it oh wow sorry it's, it's Jeez, personal it's, no no that was that was okay <laughs> that was really good <laughs> um yeah I think just to add a like a verse onto what you said um first Corinthians 10 13 um no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability but with the temptation he will all we he will also provide the way of escape that you may Mm -hmm. able to endure it and Mm oh like just know that you're not alone like especially things sins that you struggle with sins that you can easily be tempted by let's believe there are so many people that also help going through the same thing same which thing. Uh, just also shows the importance of like having community as well as christians as well so that like, you can like support yeah, each yeah. other and just know like what he just said like even though you'll you'll be tempted god will provide a way of escape that you'll be able to get out of it so just know yeah. that like like god doesn't want you to fall into sin like he wants mm-hmm. you he will he will even provide you a way to get out of it like, that's how loving he yeah. is so ah oh, that's it yeah so um on that point you know we were talking about ourselves and sin a lot but also like what happens when do you guys sorry do you guys think that we can cause other people to sin and is it our responsibility to kind of like watch and police our behavior so that we don't cause that 
Because this is my mm. thing. Because okay, right. So this is one that okay. So I do believe that you can cause people to sin, but this is like a contradiction as to I don't know. Like ugh, this is just my personal thing. So like I think um a, a big one is you know like when people talk about like modesty, which obviously like we'll talk about this in another episode one day. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. just how like they it's always based off of women being like you need to dress a certain way, otherwise you're going to mm-hmm. tempt the man to like think. And it's like why don't we teach those like men are more about like self-control and like actually yeah. controlling like mm-hmm. how they view women instead of mm-hmm. always policing women to be like you have to wear this you have to do this otherwise you're going to tempt like that for me in that sense I'm like come like I don't know I just feel like it's just that uh, like why is it not fair? I agree We're with you in that adults, scenario yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah mm-hmm. what do you guys think I yeah. think um we can cause other people to sin in certain like scenarios for example uh maybe you're already deep in sin like maybe you take drugs for example your Mm. friend might not you give them drugs and then they get caught into it Mm. stuff like that and you know that Mm. it's you that has got them onto it sort Mm. of thing in that way if you look at it from that perspective you have caused them to sin it's like peer Mm. pressure I guess Mm. with certain things um maybe someone doesn't necessarily want to do it but then they feel pressured to and they end up doing something that they didn't necessarily want to do so if you look at it from that perspective you can but then from what you've said I get what you mean it's kind of like you or you also have a responsibility in yourself to kind of control yourself but at the same time I don't know no I don't think the way um you dress and stuff not like that I feel like, yeah, it's more of like maybe drugs or maybe someone might not want to drink and you keep on telling them to drink, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, choo-choo, choo-choo. Like situations like that, you have kind of caused it. But then again, they can also, you know, say they don't want to. But I guess it's that peer pressure mm. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Um. There's a, like, Corinthians 1, 8, yeah, 1 Corinthians 8 speaks a lot about, well, the whole chapter is about concerning food sacrifice to idols. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like, okay, if you enter your friend's house and like they want you to eat meat and a sacrifice to um, a God, like who's mm-hmm. not our God, it's like, it's defiled. So basically mm-hmm. one of the, the verse eight says food does not bring us near to God. We are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do, yeah. but be careful that in you eating this, you don't basically cause someone else, you know, to do that. Mm-hmm. And the next verse says, if someone with a weak conscience sees you with all of your knowledge, eating in an idol's temple, won't that person want to eat what is sacrificed to idols? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's saying, yeah, it's basically mm-hmm. saying like basically exercise your rights as a human being god's given us free will but it's saying also take responsibility if you know there are those who are around you who are likely to stumble so yeah, like exactly. we, have, we can drink we are allowed to drink but obviously the bible says don't be drunk like be sober-minded but if you have a friend around you that you know is pot, like for example a friend that maybe um used to be an alcoholic or something like that or you know someone who's a lightweight or something like that you have to exercise like just common sense and maybe Mm. either not drink around them or only drink a little bit Mm. and Mm -hmm. even the last verse says if what you eat causes your brother or sister to fall sorry yeah therefore if what i eat causes my brother or sister to fall into sin i will never eat meat again so that i will not cause them to fall and it's not 
yeah it's a it's a big extreme obviously that's me but it's mm. basically saying if you know that what you do around that person can cause them to sin <laughs> just don't do it like it's so much better to be safe than sorry so yeah, yeah. no I know what you mean it's mm. mad but the bible is like that's just an example and that, remember that's con that's contextual contextual that is literally yeah, that's, that's that is a perfect passage yeah literally. okay in that in that sense then yeah I would agree in the fact that yeah like especially um as Christians, yeah, you have a responsibility, especially when you are like maybe trying to bring other people to Christ as well. Mm-hmm. Like they will not that not and I don't know, it might not even be intentionally, but they will see the way that you act and be like, Oh, well, if they're like so like in tune with God, then maybe that's what I need to do. So mm-hmm. if you now kind of start doing the the wrong thing, they'll be thinking, Oh, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Yeah. But also yeah. just to touch on Shizzy's point again. I don't like victim blaming as well. I agree with you. I don't like this whole, oh, women, 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 women. Like men also yeah, need to no, take responsibility. Uh, that'll and, be a whole episode. You know, yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think this is kind of going sort of off topic, but society needs to teach men that they don't have a right to women's bodies. Like there's a big, big sense of entitlement when it comes to men over women. And we mm-hmm. just need to cancel that. But mm-hmm. I think like both parties involved do what you can to keep, your friends your relatives da, 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 out of sin you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. be a good example and try mm. your best to be yeah so obviously we've touched on lust and um sex but I just wanted to know what you guys thought like why do you think sex is such a um like taboo topic like do you guys think sex is good or bad like why is it a topic that's always sort of I guess look down upon I think the way that we see sin obviously I will always come back to this no sin is greater than the other like we know that all yes. sins are equal but we as humans like to measure our sins by their worldly consequences and not their spiritual consequences spiritual. and I think yeah. that's uh, yeah I think that's where we go wrong like um for example like the whole thing with having sex there's a chance of mm. you having a baby people look mm. at sexuality as disgusting which is it's, it's not that like God gave us our sexuality for a reason there's a reason why we're able to express ourselves in that way but I think because people like to measure things by worldly consequences they start putting sins above others which is Mm. why they're like oh sex is so bad it's so taboo whereas somebody could be doing fraud in the church and be like oh you know so it's so you know they, they like to coddle people and we shouldn't be coddling anybody that sins this includes ourselves like we should be calling each yeah. other out in love mm. and you know be saying the and, right thing and love, i like yes. you think as well that um women are more condemned of having sex with formage than men like a thousand times like even the way that like they're even treated like men are praised for having sex and stuff as women it's like oh like you're Mm -hmm. around stuff like that I was also gonna say like on the flip side of feeling guilty for um doing the sin for those that Mm -hmm. like maybe like um haven't like had sex till marriage or whatever like sometimes especially like in this generation where you said like having sex is quite normal it's like it's almost just like oh maybe I should just do it because everyone else is doing yeah. it and it's like yeah. if I haven't yeah and it's like if I haven't reached a certain age where I haven't done it like oh my gosh like I'm this that and the other and it's mm. like I think it's it's definitely hard like especially from a Christian perspective to be like I have to be different I have to like hold back and stuff like that especially if you are like in like uh romantic relationship with someone else it must be hard to yeah. kind of be like we gotta wait to be so. able to control yourself mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's true mm-hmm. and just we're so surrounded as well by it like music you literally yeah, film literally, social media, TV shows, you know, everywhere everywhere it's literally everywhere 
Yeah. So you got to be strong. Yeah. You know what's so mad? It's everywhere. But why do people shy away from talking about it at church? Why? Let's because talk I think about that, it. I like <laughs> my thing is when you don't talk about something, someone is gonna go and find out about it for themselves. Yeah. Like or end drugs. up doing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Drugs, sex, it's literally drinking. If you're not if they don't want to talk about it in church, somebody's gonna go and find out from themselves from someone else. Yeah. And the thing is, the other person may not be um a godly they may not be a godly source. Like they could mm-hmm. be someone that's coming like somebody could be giving you a perspective on i don't know on drugs or laziness that's worldly some could be like well you know laziness like life is life people who yeah like listeners who know about nihilism and like the whole idea of living life like it doesn't matter everybody's gonna die anyway so let me do whatever i want that kind of thing that's very sad yeah well it's a it's a philosophical view that people have and obviously like life means a lot to all of us so we don't have that view but like somebody can give you that view and then someone else can give you another view on it that relates to the bible so it's best if the church talks about these things because then you can find out what does God say about it. But we also need to make sure that we're not condemning because people know, a lot of people know and feel like if they come to their church about sex, they will be condemned. And yeah. that's probably why they don't even and then, go to the exactly. church. Yeah. Yeah. But the church then, needs to create a more, uh, sorry, yeah, the church needs to create a more welcoming atmosphere and a mature, just kind of, not not a kind of like, ew, this is yucky. Like we have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah, people will be like left with the impression that um, church is just like rules and regulations and don't do this or yeah. you go to hell or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I I definitely feel like um, in the churches that I grew up in, like I don't think it was ever spoken to me once. Like, and the thing is, it's kind of brought up like during uni time because they know uni people move a bit. But like before that, <laughs> they don't they don't say a thing. But people be having sex to, like from 13, 14, but you never hear like, them talk to people talking to them about it and it's yeah it's sad mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah it definitely needs to be changed yeah yeah it's even it's not even just church as well I feel like it's even at home some mm. you know yeah. like some families don't like speaking about certain things and then their child when they go to for example uni or something they become They'll go lost find out for in themselves. the source because mm-hmm. yeah. exactly how do we like it's so it's it's so easy to talk about sin and how it's bad but how do we actually overcome all of these temptations because like we said at the end of the day we're human and we fall mm-hmm. how do we how do we get over this because obviously god has like um sorry it's usually mentioned 1 corinthians ten thirteen, where like god where it says god has given us a way to get out of our temptation but how do we get out what is that way um my advice or what I try to do for myself or whatever I struggle with um, is, okay, maybe sometimes, okay, this is on like the sex perspective, but obviously different advice comes with different sins. But I feel like for that, maybe it could just be like blocking certain things, like blocking anything yeah. that would cause you to sin. Or maybe not even, even like to the, to the point of not associating with friends that will cause you to sin as yeah, well. Yeah, I was thinking of that. Yeah, well. or even when it's like drinking or like whatever, if you know that if um if I go to this event I'm not I'm not going to be able to control myself just don't go and it's mm. it's definitely easier said than done because it's not even sometimes like it's sometimes just the environment that you're in that is actually causing you to sin so being able to remove yourself from that environment will actually you know it'll help you overcome it for sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah I agree with you I feel like um say for example it's um 
maybe sex like lust that you struggle with mm-hmm. um and it's a serious like you really struggle with it I would say like what you said on follow accounts maybe stop watching certain things it's hard especially when everyone else is yeah exactly it. yeah but stop watching certain shows that you know focus a lot on that mm-hmm. music as well um can encourage stuff mm-hmm. um that's not even with just sex music can literally encourage any sort of Behavior. feeling I feel like you can I feel like if you're one of if you're someone that you know um gets easily like led or you know that if you listen to this it's gonna put you in this sort of like mindset that sort of mm-hmm. mindset just don't do it because mm-hmm. it's only gonna get worse um mm-hmm. and also remember that we're not perfect like just because we were of course saved um, it doesn't mean that we're not going to make mistakes yeah. so don't beat yourself up about it just try again do you get what I mean um, and yeah just if you need to also speak to someone about it if they're going to help you as well I would mm-hmm. say speak to someone who you know maybe they may even be suffering from the exact same like temptation as you and they may be able to give you advice or support as well mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah uh, I think obviously I agree with everything that you guys have said 100%. Um, I think also there's one thing that one of my friends was telling me, like she was going through a time where she was tempted and she was about to do something and she was like, no, like she just didn't do it. And I was like, huh? Like, how did you just do that? And the way she describes it was that like the word of God is written on her heart, like and that means you know the word, you understand the word, you believe the word to a point where you won't even let these temptations happen. Like when you mm. feel yourself about to do something, mm-hmm. you'll be like, no, because God says this mm. about it. Like mm-hmm. God, to- God tells me not to lie. So I know that that's something I'm not going to do. God tells me not to be, my God, God tells me to be sober minded. So I'm not going to get drunk, like stuff like that. And it's a thing of it. Part of it is, god like god i i can tell you from experience when you're on the verge of temptation god is there literally if you call out to him god is there and for me it's like there's a turning point where god is like okay i'm gonna give you the strength to do this either you take my help and you go with it or you can go your own way and he always gives us that free will he always gives us mm-hmm. the choice but when you love God, like that, that's the part where you have to do it, where you love God and you've studied the word and you understand how much he loves you. There are certain things you just won't do. Um, mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit as well. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's even described like that in the Bible, like he'll help us. Mm. Yeah, literally. That even reminds me of um, Galatians 5.16, where he says, um, mm. the Bible says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratif- gratify the desires of the flesh. Period. So, Period. Being tuned, and yeah. you know, yeah. it may take away those desires. You yeah. Know. Um. So to just um conclude the episode, I'm just gonna um introduce today's truth, which is Psalms 119 verse 11, and it says, "Your word I have treasured and stored in my heart, that I may not sin against you." Aww. I love that verse. Yeah. I really love it because it reminds me of like it's literally the point I said about having the word in your heart, like when you love God so much you won't sin against him but yeah mm-hmm. I love that I really love that and I hope it speaks to you guys too yeah like, yes I think yeah. that's the end thank of you the thanks guys thanks, thanks for, listening, for listening. listening thank you so much thanks everyone soon.
Bye. Bye.